come and grab your Francis Sacramento watch, the world's first, best, only, and probably last Metabots Domishy podcast. My name's Mitch, I use he and pronouns, and I'll be presiding over the court today. Joining me as always, the bad boy prosecutor with the outrageous fashion sense, Colin. Hi, my name is Colin. I use they them programs. Uh, the, they them programs. I use they them pronouns. Um, and uh, just so you know, uh, the second episode that we're going to cover tonight, um, it's it's nice. Uh, and welcome once again, counsel for the defense and legally friend of the show, Sam. Hello, my name is Sam. I use he him pronouns. It takes two to make an accident, and now that I'm here, it's an event. That's a good one. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. All right. Um, <laughs> So I'm going to throw this out at the top of the show because it's the most important thing we've ever talked about on MetaWatch. Um, episode 16 is the last episode that has been subbed. <laughs> so from here on out, after episode 16, I'm just not talking anymore. And it's mostly just going to be calling monologuing about uh, MetaBots in general. And I'll just be sitting there. Uh, no color commentary. Um, I won't be saying anything funny or interesting, I, which isn't really new. But yeah. <laughs> I won't make I, I, yeah, Mitch, had... I, I think I think the audience is prepared for me to talk too much over the course of an episode. Uh... Okay, but what if you had a soundboard of some of your previous mentions of changes that were done in the Japanese version, and then you could just play one and be like, "And this is what I would have said, or something similar." I'm sure if I had access to a sub episode, a sub version of this episode. No, if I was going to have a soundboard, I'd just go full on morning disc jockey. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of like toilet flushes and woo 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 woo. Um, uh, you would need to be able to summon the beetle noise at any point, though. Uh, <laughs> I do have that clip of you making the beetle noise from that episode. I lost it somewhere, but I I did clip that out. <laughs> okay. I was going to use it for a notification sound before I remembered my phone is always on vibrate. Good. Uh, no boomers in this household. Uh, we get one boomer. I will, I will say, uh, we are, I mean, you know, as a podcast, I feel like, uh, you know, we didn't talk about this before, but I feel like, you know, there are certain standards that we aren't going to hold ourselves to. We're still going to call him Dorcas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I can't think of any other dub differences off the top of my head. Uh, we're yeah, still going to say that the, the flute spikes are bad when they happen. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the thing is now we'll be able to go man i bet the the japanese version of this is really good and we'll be able to think or, about it or man i bet the ja- the the part in this and the sub is just absolutely like stone cold quiet and nothing is actually being said uh i'm gonna miss those days uh it <laughs> happened um we'll get into it for episode 17 but i i mentioned b- briefly before the show how most of my notes for episode 17 are, I don't like this guy's voice. Why are they talking so much? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me going, no dub. I want, because this entire season, because I knew I only had these 16 episodes and I've been trying. I went to parts of the internet I never wanted to go to again, trying to find episode 17 subbed for Metabot Damashi. And uh, Mitch tried to pay a hitman $10,000 to get him the subs for the rest of Metabots Damashi and just he wouldn't take it. He said it was too unethical. Uh, I was like, like either my, my deepest either kill me deep or find the subs. <laughs> just my deepest of deepest deep connections. I have like just been unable to find the, the sub and it's like it just looks like it doesn't exist. No one was interested in subbing it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I, oh, I, that's all I could find is no one wanted to sub it because no one liked Damashi. And I'm like, but Damashi's good now. Damashi's, yeah. Damashi's good now. 
This is this is uh you know everything about you know fucking uh Double Zeta Gundam. Everybody just stopped before it got good. Uh and here we are. We're being rewarded with the fruits of our labors and suffering. And um Dashi doesn't even have a dumb name like Double Zeta Gundam. Like it's got a good name. Okay, cool. I was it was really great to make this podcast with y'all and now I have to leave. <laughs> like at least say Zeta Zeta cuz then you get you know it sounds like a beetle. This is true. Uh, it sounds, it sounds like Alpha. Of, speaking of Alpha Five. Speaking of Beatles. Speaking of Beatles, Mitch. Did you know that we make a television show, or we make a podcast about the television show Meta, uh, Metabots, and now we're going to talk about it because there's Beatles in it? <laughs> I'm excited. Sounds fake. <laughs> They're good episodes. Uh, yeah. Uh, not not to speed things along, but we did leave off on a two-parter last time, and mm-hmm. so we are picking back up with Once a Meta Fighter Part Two. Uh, episode 68, if I'm correct. Uh, um, episode 15 slash 68. 16. Oh, si- 16 and 68. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the episode starts with Cam saying, so finally it happened. Let me show you how worthless you are without me. I'm like, what a great opening line for a kid's show. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've always expected you to betray me. Let me show you your garbage. Like, yes. <laughs> I'm He's glad. Actually, being uh, threatening now, yeah. yeah. Like he and he even like has Red Run like put away the giant demon head shield too. Like yeah. he's like, no, I'm gonna beat you on my regular mode. Uh, we're not doing. We're not. We're not. Gonna, I'm not gonna use my best weapon on this. I know I can just fucking trounce you, no problem. Uh, the evil Cam is here, and it's so. Great. <laughs> I I know you were talking in the Discord about how uh you finally like Zero now. He's uh he's a good Sasuke now. <laughs> um i i like cam now yeah no cam's also a good villain now like. yeah yeah he, like i don't know what happened like last episode he, he was still kind of sucky but like for whatever reason this episode it clicked i'm like oh i understand cam now yeah. i like cam well now. also it's really the next episode that sells cam for me uh <laughs> i don't know there's but a line we'll get there there's a couple lines later that i'm like oh i get it and then it's reiterated next episode i'm like yeah 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 capitalism is bad <laughs> he's he's threatening now yeah <laughs> it's good um, um also the fight between blossom male and unitrix they're both in kitty modes and blossom male red run nerder if you would, is just shaking uh, Unitrix around just like it's a naughty little kitty. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we get we get a little bit of a fight, uh, and Icky's trying to, like, coach Genkai through it, but eventually, like, fucking Blossomel just, like, teleports uh, up into the sky, dives down, gets Unitrix in its jowls, and just, like, starts thrashing it back and forth. It is it is brutal to watch. Uh, yeah, like, Unitrix becomes a chew toy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which to that point, uh, Arika stands up and calls out that someone should do something to stop this. And then Zuru just casually walks off screen. Uh, and what a yeah, bad Unitrix friend. is just, yeah, just <laughs> oh, awful. Well, you listen, it's, uh, uh, Zuru does not have any alter egos. Uh, we, we know he's going to go put that cloak on and then come back. It's not like he's, there's, he's some kind of mysterious meta fighter or something. <laughs> he just needs a security blanket. <laughs> this is spooky. Yeah. Is um, Linus the Sasuke of Charlie Brown? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, Linus is, uh, there's got to, no. Because, like, Linus <laughs> is, like, mud and dirt elemental themed. No, that's Pigpen. Um, 
Yeah, no, okay. I don't know why I can play them in my mind. Linus, I don't know. Linus is the slightly emotionless, uh, except when he's panicking, uh, preachy uh, guy who's got superpowers because of his blanket. Okay, and yeah, an incredibly sold, yeah. evil older sibling who's yeah. the most powerful character on the show. Um, and and uh, he has the Sharingan eye. Uh, <laughs> and then he's got a younger, <laughs> younger self, like a a younger brother that's just him again. Yeah, um, which I don't know if that's in Naruto, but it is something in Peanuts. It's definitely not Naruto. Uh, so Unitrix is defeated. Metal pops out. Uh, Cam orders uh, Blossomel to destroy the metal. Um, and just in time, Dorcas is here uh, to, you know, to, to <laughs> grab the metal and defend uh, Unitrix's honor. And uh, turns his, like, pincer head into a laser thing that bounces around and destroys Blossomel's arms. So, which this is new. Uh, so... Uh... Apparently, that uh, Metabot slash um, Metabot crossover with Mega Man.exe started earlier because this is just Cut Man. It is. It's Dorcas Boomerang. <laughs> well, like, so, Dorcas's move is called the, I think it's like Laser Disc. I'm pretty sure Unitrix's was also Laser Disc. And then Metabee's last episode was also like a Laser Disc. Okay. <laughs> but this is the year 2000. Laser Disc was still cool. <laughs> Um, I mean, la- laser discs are still cool. I just bought uh, laser discs of the Gundam compilation movies oh. and Char's Counterattack. Um, I don't have a laser disc player though. I need to get one. Um, and I'm gonna watch Tron Legacy after this. Yeah. Laser discs for days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the eBay purchase I regret the most, uh, getting sniped for me, was a Japanese copy of the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure slash Bogus Journey double pack on laser disc. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I am so upset that that got sniped. It was like a second left, and the guy doubled my prize. I'm so mad. To this day, I only got the cereal. So I still have my factory-sealed Bill & Ted cartoon cereal right here next to my computer. It's only 30 <laughs> years old. I'm going to eat it one day. We are talking about Metabots. I'm sorry. I keep doing No, you're us. fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Uh, but yeah, Dorcas is here. He he destroys Blossomel's arms, which is wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, everything's all good. Zuru walks off again. Um, uh, Cam promises that he'll get his revenge once uh, Blossomel's arms are repaired. And, uh, yeah, um, Genkai has an emotional moment of trying to get Unitrix to wake back up, but he just can't respond because he's fucking dead and he does not have a soul. Yeah, uh, which is sad, but, like, the entire time I was thinking, why did Zero leave? Why doesn't he just hang out just in case? Cam's like, I do have other kilobots. I do well, like he didn't to kill. Leave, leave. He just went into the shadows because he's like, okay, if there's a new killabot, I need to do a new grand entrance. Yeah, I guess with it with a different cloak. He has to cut, show up as a different mysterious metafighter, uh, a different ratty garbage cloak that he found in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. He's got a space metafighter X like mask just waiting in the wings. God, Don't, I wish. one day, one day I'll have to use this. God. <sighs> Does that mean Zero's real name is Hikaru? <laughs> he's, one day he's going to get slashed in the back and his cloak's going to open up and he's going to have a different colored cloak underneath. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a gold cloak. Uh, and then Nye's also going to get a, a, a mask because you know she's been holding on to one. Uh, <laughs> Nye gave up a life of crime and became a medic. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. 
And to that point, uh, Miss Nye does offer to repair Unitrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Aki just has to interrupt this this emotionally uh, poignant moment to talk about prizes. Um, he is declared Iki and Genkai both the winners of the tournament because they both uh, showed Metabot spirit. Uh, but, you know, Iki, uh, in this, is the stand-up young gentleman that he is, is like, you know... Uh, I didn't win. Genkai beat me fair and square. Uh, Genkai should be the cha- should be the sole champion. Give him, uh, you know, both the prizes. I don't need anything. And so Genkai gets uh, Tyrell Beetle and Arc Beetle Dash. Uh, mm-hmm. In this still emotional moment where he's he's lost uh, a friend or perhaps a, a surrogate for a friend that he lost uh, an incredibly long time ago, just like the longest time you can think of, like maybe a year ago. I do wish we had seen a little bit of, like, you know, he, like, a little quiet moments of Ginkai, like, trying to talk to Unitrix or trying to be a friend to Unitrix and having Unitrix just being, like, completely unresponsive. Yeah. Like, because, right, Ginkai is clearly very attached to Unitrix in this scene, uh, when he has never really seemed to be attached to Unitrix otherwise. <laughs> I, I guess, except the other time Unitrix almost got completely fucking destroyed. Oh, there was that one time when they were sitting by the river and Genkai was opening up and burying his soul. And then he goes, yeah, but you don't care. You're just a, <laughs> you're just a Unitrix. You don't have a heart. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to go fight something. But like... Unitrix is not a little boy. He's not even he's not even a kitty cat. He is just a soulless, like, killing machine. Like, he's that's a, what we know. <laughs> He is a toy. That's all he is. And that's fine. You can just be a toy, I guess. Um, Genkai's arc here. Like, Genkai's already one of the best Metabots characters ever. That, Like, we know that. But, like, these, this episode, next episode, like, I mean, he's up there with, like, original Arika, you know? Original yeah, I mean, Sam. He, he's he one of the top based, three yeah. now. He is basically fulfilling the same role that, that Sam had in, in the original series. Um, and I know, Sam, we had talked about this before, but uh, uh, you you kind of, like, feel like maybe, like, the there was, like, fits and starts to this whole thing. Um, it, yeah, it, so essentially, yeah. like, just to, to get it out there, because um, we, see, we see glimpses of this, this like, me, this Metafighter champion Ginkai, this previously, like, loves his Metabot Ginkai. Mm-hmm. We've seen, like, little glimpses of him throughout the show, little glimpses of, like, hey, Cam, actually, that's kind of fucked up. I don't want to do this. Um, but it's always such a sudden switch. Like, it feels it feels like there are two completely, entirely separate characters called Ginkai, and then usually we get one, and then every once in a while we'll get the other one for, like, two seconds. Right. And then at this point in the show, we fully swap over to the second one, as opposed to having, like, a transition well, from one to the other. See, that actually does not bother me, because I, it makes a lot of sense emotionally. I know we're kind of skipping ahead on, like, the tone <laughs> of the episode here, um, but, like... So Genkai is acting out of hurt, and we get we get a little bit later on. Hey, this is why I'm hurt. This is why I think Metabots not having emotions is a good thing. It's him acting like an asshole even more because he's hurting emotionally. So he's acting like an asshole. Then every now and then, like he's like, "Well, I I can't go that far. Like this is too much even for me. Like while I'm hurting, and like that that sudden shift, I think is a little bit better than like, oh, he was." a very loving person who decided he was going to be mean uh, then started being nice again. Like the, the sudden like flip flopping of emotions here and there. Cause he's a mm. child going through, like going through some shit like that makes more sense to me. 
Like I, it feels a little better, but I, I get, you know, I get what you're saying. If, yeah, if these were adults it, like, processing emotions, hundred <laughs> percent agree with you. This yeah, is a little baby boy. What, the thing, I think my ideal scenario is if we had gotten at least one instance of like, maybe Cam tells him, Hey, go destroy some metabots, kill their metals too. And then Ginkai wins a fight. And he hesitates at the point where he destroys a metal, and instead of destroying the metal, he just like insults the kid and tells him to come back when he learns how to actually fight or something. Yeah, you know, something yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Sti- that's clearly oh he didn't si- he didn't do the thing Cam wanted, but he's still being a jerk about it because he's like hiding his feelings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like fair. anything that would have made it more because he because ki- you know in this episode and. He, you know, he tells Cam, hey, or I guess in the previous episode, he tells Cam, hey, this is a meta fight. The, this is an actual meta battle. I'm having an official match against Icky. Don't butt in, yada, yada, yada. Um, and we understand why, because it's, he, he kind of like regained his pride as being a meta fighter because he's kind of, he's partially doing it for those kids that are watching and thinking of his sister back home, etc. But at the same time, it's just such a, it's such an extreme 180 from, yeah, Icky, crying about the rules. I'm just going to attack you in front of a crew of cameramen. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that is rad, but, though. It's you know, cool it's when still, he does it. It is cool when he does it. <laughs> I just wish that we got, like, one more little flashback to, like, him and Bayonet at some point while he just to like establish like that they were a team just to kind of like help build this thing up in an episode where it wasn't like the focus of what the plot was. Like, I feel yeah. like that would help sell this. It's, it's so close to just being like perfect to me that it's just like, yeah, it needs one little thing to push it over and it sucks. That it doesn't have, have it, but like, it's fine. We're watching a children's television show. We're not watching the perfect masterpiece of television that was the first season of Metabots. Uh, now that's fine. <laughs> uh, p- part of my, you know, you know, partial objection to what you guys are saying, I think, comes from how the music is composed differently between uh, the sub and the dub. I don't get those those flutes anymore. Instead, what I get Genkai's <laughs> theme um, that they play uh, every now and then has a little bit of sorrow to it. And like it's okay. kind of been growing. Okay, that that might just be me projecting as I know more about Genkai. But I'm, I'm his his theme was never just like the bulk and skull theme, as great as that would have been. Uh, it it's got it. His theme's just uh is a little bit more complicated than you think a the bumbling jerk uh, antagonist would be. Um, so I, I, that might be coloring you know my perception of Genkai's character and his uh the change in his character. But it also could be. I could be reading into the sound more based on I just like the dude. He's fun. <laughs> He's, He's yeah, he is like legitimately like the best character of Tamashi. Yeah. Uh, um, no question. <laughs> so uh this is the last time I get to say, well, you know, actually in the sub there is a difference. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I got to milk it today. Yeah. This is the last time. I mean, you could fake it. Those raws exist. <laughs> you could you could just watch them without I thought about and it. Be like, well, there's audio cues here that seem to imply um, that Mitch, you need to learn Japanese is what this is clearly telling us. Uh that we got to get that Duolingo owl on you. Uh is Duolingo had a crossover with Metabots? Um oh my Don't God. answer that question. Instead, we're going to talk about the fucking episode. Uh Miss Nye tells Icky, Metabi is fixable. Unitrix is not. His circuits are completely fucking destroyed. He's a dead Metabot. Uh dead and Genkai doesn't know what to do. He's like he he feels all alone. He's like, Ironically, uh, it, yeah. This kilowatt uh, got killed. Yeah. 
Uh, and even though his killbot had yeah, even though his killbot had no personality and wasn't his friend, it still he still feels lonely without him. Uh, But yeah, he's all being sad in front of the sunset, and that's when uh, Zuru comes up. I'm sorry, hold on. Yeah, he made a grave. He did. He (laughs) he tied the watch to a rock, and then he made a grave, and he starts crying for it, and he says. Probably my favorite line in the show, leading up to Zero coming up and, like, going off it. But he's crying, and he's, like, he's asking Unitrix. He goes, I know you don't feel like I do, but, like, I, you know, I I don't know what to do. I need advice. Cam is coming for revenge, but I don't want to be friends with Icky either. (laughs) Unitrix, what can I do? And then Zero just steps out of the shadows and goes, you don't have to be friends with anyone. (laughs) You just have to you be could, good and cool at row battling. <laughs> you could just be cool. You don't have to be anyone's friend. Who gives a shit about Icky? Says the mystery metafighter. <laughs> which, I mean, to be fair, like, that is good advice. Look, you could just be cool and good and be a cool fighter, and you don't have to be friends with this one guy. He sucks. Um, but I really do like... Genkai's crying over a grave and goes, I don't want to be friends with Icky. <laughs> please i'm so tormented i don't want to be friends with icky please help me not be friends with icky the context is more that he doesn't want icky to win his battles for him he doesn't want to get icky's help i think is what he is trying to get across here really he's saying um, look i want to be the protagonist i don't want to be a side character yeah that, that's um, really which, what's going fair. on fair yeah uh but this is that's a, why coach is not in this show anymore yeah um this is when Zuru does ask Genkai, like, why did he even take a, why is he even friends with Cam with, uh, to begin with? And this is when we get uh, Genkai's full backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, basically, like, the the night before, like, the final round of a tournament, uh, he and Bayonet got into an argument, and Genkai got so mad that he took Bayonet's medal out and buried it in the woods um and then which is really fucked up i cannot yeah. express okay. how it's fucked inc- up it's okay. so incredibly fucked up so i i do have to throw that it is very fucked up knowing that metabots are living things but i do want you to think being a shitty little kid real quick yeah. but this is a very like this is a very believable very real shitty little kid thing to do you get mad at a toy so you destroy the toy or you bury it imagine like this is like genkai lost uh, fighting against Blaine in Pokemon Red, and then goes to the woods and just throws the cart into the woods. Except, you know, the Pokemon in this scenario would have been alive and screaming for a year or whatever. Yeah. But like, well, well, so here's the idea here's the of be- just the idea of being so mad at a toy and or a friend that you would take the effort to go into the town uh, into the forest to bury them boggles my mind. Yeah, no, I would never. I I still have my toys from when I was a child, and now Oliver has those toys, because I was too <laughs> sentimental to do anything with them. But Like, I would hide it in a sock at the end of the drawer, at, or something. I get uh, it, but also, a year in the woods? Yeah, so yeah. here's the thing. Very, very, a couple of things that I do want to, I do want to point out. It does, it, this is, it does really just a very believable thing for a young child to do, but... Also, Genkai's not a young child. Genkai is probably a, a year or two older than Icky is, right? Is he? And then also, this happened a year ago, but probably, what, a couple of months before the before Dimashi right. started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, well, if you think about it, 
So Icky won the previous year's world, or he was second place in the previous year's world tournament. This happened in the previous year, and Ginkai's backstory is that he was like an unbeatable metafighting genius. It's entirely plausible that this happened the week before Icky got Metapy. See, the timeline I like to imagine was because this is a this was a large tournament during like a, a nice bright like early summer is what it looked and sounded like to me based on the sounds. Um, my thought was this was the competition where Koji smacked Icky because <laughs> that was a huge tournament. Oh yeah, and I would yeah. say I, would I say really like the or... idea. I, I like maybe like um like a per, a preliminary tournament going into decide like uh you know somebody hosted a tournament to help along standings for mm-hmm. uh picking the best fighter in Japan or something like I I think uh any any of these options uh are 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 good but it is explicitly a year ago yeah uh, and I assume probably like the show so far has lasted three to six months uh. <laughs> Well, no, because, uh, again, so Icky had Metabee last summer, right? And uh, two episodes, uh, three episodes, four, however many episodes Quinn was on. Because that episode was <laughs> took place during September, late September. Yeah. And that, like, we had least seen summer last year. So, uh, it's, I want a timeline. There's that, but also there was, there you know, there was a winter episode in the middle of everything, so. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, also, I mean, we need to, uh, 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 it's going to be impossible to figure the timeline out because we've also got to adjust for uh, whether or not Icky takes the Master Sword out or not. Um, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, what, like, and then everything forks again, depending on whether or not he and Meta B defeat Baby Blue. And, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a mess. Um, but well, it all, it all ends up that, connecting back for Turn A Gundam. There was that whole <laughs> bit where Icky almost, like, dated his mom for a while. It, it was a, it was a big mess when he traveled back in time. Yeah. Um. Time travel anime jokes aside, um, <laughs> it's entirely possible that in this timeline, be- because it's like, you know, a, there are certain characters who just never existed uh, because it was it's a new company, new new talent. It's entirely possible that in this timeline, Iki and Ginkai had just like a friendly rivalry as well. We'll never know. Uh, but yeah, um uh bayonet's metal gets buried and it's real fucked up and that's when cam mm-hmm. comes to genkai and uh offers to be his friend and offers him uh a killabot and it's that first gun shaped killabot that i can't remember yeah. the name of and didn't write it down gun it desperado gun desperado yeah he goes hey i'll give you this very expensive uh fighting machine if you be my friend and he's like oh, i've known okay that kid. <laughs> and he, he, ex- he explains <laughs> I've absolutely it. known that kid he explains it as um um, I have the exact wording here somewhere. Uh, he explains it as this is a, a death metabot, a killabot. They don't have feelings, so they do exactly what you want, and they don't talk back. So he's like, all right, he does, cool, yeah. I'm sold. Uh, and yeah, it's, you know, uh, he certainly seems to regret it now, though. Yeah, I uh, mean, we cut. <laughs> it, he got mad at his friend because he's a petty child. And then he's like, hey, now you can have a friend that listens to everything you say and they don't have personalities. He's like, yeah, that sounds great. That's exactly why I'm in right now because I'm mad. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's it's awful, but I, I understand. Yeah, it is uh, It is a totally a believable arc. thing for yeah. him to... And especially, like, in the context of him literally weeping over fucking Unitrix's grave. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 
Uh, but then we cut over to uh, Cam's uh, warehouse where his technicians finish repairing Blossomel. Um, and Cam decides he's going to test this out by having Blossomel totally murder uh, Exor. Um, like, just straight up, like, fucking Exor, like, hits him to the gr- uh, uh, Blossomel hits Exor to the ground and starts yelling no mercy over and over again as he just, like, pummels him to death. And, like, the technicians okay. are like, oh, are you sure you want to keep doing this? And Cam is like, yeah, I know. I don't need him anymore. I just, uh, yeah, it's a full test. Uh, I'm just going to, you know, uh, Red Run totally destroy Exor. Just go for it. It's that, uh, uh, terrifying. <laughs> that no mercy bit wasn't in the sub. Uh-oh. But this is the scene that made me go, oh, so he didn't yell Cobra Kai either? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the scene that made me go, oh, I understand Cam now. Because the guy's like, hey, you know, you have been playing with, you know, Exercise for a while. Wouldn't you rather just put it up and, you know, not destroy it and you can play with something else? And he's like, no, if I destroy Exercise, like, you can just bring me a new one. Like, we've got a lot of them. It's fine. Yeah. Just grab another one off the shelf. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I, I completely get it. It's not that, you know, he's a cold-hearted child. It's he's rich, <laughs> and he yeah. doesn't have to form yeah. well, emotional attachments with material things because you're poor and lonely. I get it now. <laughs> well, this and the next episode both give me the vibe of, like, he genuinely does not understand. No, this is a toy. Like, why Why do you care? But it's not just him. It's the adults in his life and around him yeah. also have... That same feeling, even if it's a little ham-fisted in the next episode. Yeah. But the thing that gets me in this at this bit is the engineers, like, in the English version, Exor's been your loyal killabot until now. <laughs> and I'm like, why, why is anyone surprised that Cam, who frequently on the daily, actually multiple times a day, says, I don't care about a killabot who loses a match. I want them destroyed. Yeah. He says that, fr- like, every day. <laughs> He would pull a gun out and shoot Genkai in the head if it was legal in Japan. Uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> you tried not, before. Not even if it was legal in Japan. If it was legal for them to show him do it on TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, it's uh, awful and if, terrifying. If, if Ken uh, pulled out a real gun and tried to shoot a child, he probably would be the greatest villain in Metabots. And I would, yeah. I would greatly appreciate that, actually. Uh, listen, we got uh, what twenty five more episodes. I'm not. I'm not counting it out yet. Uh, he can get there. I believe in Cam. He's like, look, oh, even Killabots began to disobey me. You know what won't disobey me? A Colt forty five. Yeah, we Cam do it. <laughs> Boo, oh, man. Uh, so we cut over to Nye's shop where they have finished repairing Meta B. Uh, but we're in a bit of a pickle because his memories are gone. Uh, his his neurological circuits were damaged, and Nye doesn't know if the memories will ever come back. And he's just he doesn't know who Icky is. He doesn't know who Meta B is. Uh, he's just brand spanking new boy. Uh, and his voice is different. Yeah, it's his a little voice? chip. It's a little more chipper. Yeah. Ooh. That uh, that didn't happen, but um, the Nye says his memories just been erased. It's gone forever. There's nothing more we can do. And Nikki's like Jesus. threatening Nye, and uh, Honey interrupts and goes, "She's tried everything. She's torn up about this. She even tried to uh, use electric shock therapy on him." I'm like, "Hold on, <laughs> that's what are you doing to my boy?" But um. I was like, okay, I guess, I guess this is how uh, Medibi and Icky are written off the show. Genkai is the new main character, 
Yeah. Metabee's got amnesia. <laughs> Icky and Metabee just pull a Rakusha and go traveling for memories. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, uh, fucking, uh, uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Rintaro comes back. He's going to be the new sidekick for Genkai he now. He can't come back. He's in an anime right now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's doing his full-time job. Yeah. I do like the I, I love the idea of Iki and Metabi existing in the background of the show from now on, <laughs> just showing up in the background trying new things to jog his memory or just having fun. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Um, yeah. I don't Icky know. Be, I do Icky like Iki and Metabi become the new um Arc Beetle and uh Phantom Thief, not Phantom Thief. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got confused. Uh, <laughs> Space Meta Fighter X. I can't believe I got those two wildly different characters confused. I don't know. Out of all of the possible connections, uh, Phantom Thief Retort and Space Meta Fighter X being the same person is the most likely. We have the most textual evidence for that. Uh, but uh, continuing on, Genkai is thinking about what Zuru said to him and, uh, uh, you know, realizes what he has to do. He charges out into the woods, finds the spot where he buried Bayonet's metal and digs it back up. Um, Cam finds him there. He has uh, Velocimel in tow and challenges him to a row battle. Genkai agrees. Uh, but he's got a he's got some business that he has to take care of first, which is him running back to his house and digging through cupboards to find where he put bayonet, only for his little sister to remind him that he gave bayonet away to a cousin. Uh, so he finally realizes he took out his uh, best friend's when, brain, gave away his best friend's body. <laughs> you know, listen, uh, it would have been so out of date. He would have gotten fucking trounced. Uh, if he if he put it in Bayonet's old old body, and at least you know the body, uh, I guess it's debatable how important the body is to the soul of the Metabot. We still don't know. This episode is very confusing about it. But he does put Bayonet's coin into Arc Beetle Dash. Let's go. <laughs> um, we do get a scene before this of Icky oh, we do? beating up Metabee. <laughs> He's so mad, and he's beating up Metabee. And I'm only pointing this out because I love this one thing. Uh, Icky starts beating the shit out of Metabee. He tackles him down and starts punching him. And Metabee is just idly and emotionlessly punching Icky in the face back. Just like, oh, I guess this just is what we do. Okay. And I fucking love it. He's just just blank face, like, oh, I'm a robot. I guess I'll just punch this child in the face. Um, I completely missed that when I watched it. Oh, I... I, I- I loved it just because again it was so emotionless. Um, so I need you it's to like tell me real quick. Baby's first fist fight. What is Bayonet's voice in the dub? Uh, it's a little bit of like a surfer bra thing, brah. It's like it's pretty good. Uh, I okay. think it's it's you know it's it's kind of like it's like Meta B. Like it's definitely in the same. Like it's definitely it's 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 not like. Rakusho, who is very serious despite despite also mm-hmm. being a beetle type like Metabi. Like it's, you know, it's it's kinda in the same kind of like cadence as Metabi, but just a little bit more, you know, smoking weed and having a brewski. <laughs> yeah, it's more it's more like, oh, you put me in the ground for a year? Well, you know, I've had a great nap. I feel fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> Super chill. Let's go. Okay. Um New body? Sweet. Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh bayonet or as he's going to be called here in a second arc arc dash um his voice is the best part because his voice is like what if metabi wasn't as harsh in his voice but like it was softer like 
texturally softer for the voice, but still spoke exactly like Meta B, had a bit of an accent, was rude and mean. He keeps calling Genkai embarrassing and disgusting. <laughs> he goes, you're being disgusting. You're calling me a friend? Ew, gross. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Arc Dash is so, he's just, he's just another shitty Meta B. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Again, are they actually going to go replace Icky with Genkai? Because <laughs> they just replaced Metabi. Because Arc Beetle Dash is just, hey, what if Metabi had a slightly different voice actor? It's great. <laughs> I loved it. What What if Metabi's voice actor took a couple of hits before recording? Yeah. What if uh, Metabi's voice actor just liked to, I don't know, maybe go surf, catch some rays, maybe have a hot dog or two, you know? I feel I feel like uh, there is a spectrum of uh, on one end you have Meta B and on the other end you have Sonic the Hedgehog and in the middle is Bayonet. That's no good. <laughs> uh, but Ginkai does apologize to Bayonet for burying him. Uh, uh, you know he imme- he immediately accepts the apology and forgives Ginkai. You know he had a nice little nap. It's okay. Um, and, uh, Gen- Genkai tells him his name is Arkdash now, and he's like, a saw my dude, and, you know, he's just into it. <laughs> All right, I'm down. I'm down with that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, we immediately go into Genkai and Arkdash showing up for their row battle. Um, uh, we get, uh, the cut-in for Arc Beetle Dash. Uh, his specialty is meta change, and not his giant laser beam, which is strange, but, you know, it's whatever, we're here. Um... Uh, uh, they call it the mighty reckless mode. Oh, okay, that is cool. I feel like that's um, you know, uh, not to not to dip into the lancer bucket, but uh, that does feel like a like a monarch. I'm going to shoot all of my missiles and lasers at once, kind of thing. <laughs> what do you say, Sam? You have any thoughts about that? <laughs> yeah, I think that fits. That definitely fits as like a okay. This this isn't just a transformation. This is. A tier two transformation. This is a super transformation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a transformation that gets a Sailor Moon cut in music for 30 seconds. Uh, well, I will say that, uh, that what we're alluding to does not seem entirely reckless. It actually seems like a very safe, smart, and tactile decision to make, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Blossomel goes into demolition mode immediately uh, and just starts beating the shit out of Arc Dash. He bites him on his ankle. Uh <laughs> Um, and it just a, whips them around. Yeah. So uh, I, I noticed something here. Cam stopped saying the word attack. Uh, this happened, I think, last episode. But like, it really became noticeable here. He's, he never says attack him. He says torment him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he Which he like, wants Genkai to suffer. <laughs> what a good, good bad guy. Hey, I'm rich. I don't care about toys or friends. And I want to torment people. Yeah, all right, Cam. Okay. And if you notice, when Cam turns his head, his face moves with his head now. Like, they fixed it. <laughs> the miracles of medical science for the rich. <laughs> That's always bothered no me about Cam. I'm fix. sorry. <coughs> oh, sorry. Um, well, uh, here's the thing. Blossomville's about to fucking destroy Arc Dash, and... Uh, you know, because he's, he's been staggered, he's kind of like uh, a little stunned at the moment, and Red Run's just charging straight towards him, but who comes in to save the day? It's Dorcas. Dorcas catches him, um, stops him in his tracks, uh, and Cam is totally fine with this. He's fine when people cheat. Uh, he's okay for a two-on-one match, um, and has Blossomel bite Dorcas and electrocute him to death, and 
Dorgus is out of the picture. Uh, Metal flies out, uh, and uh, he was like, "Is like okay, cool. Took care of that problem." But Blastable destroy the metal. Uh, Arc Dash dives in and grabs the metal at the last minute to save him, uh, tossing the metal to to Zuru, uh, and is like, you know, is beat to fucking back, and Kaj kind of like gets up on his on his elbow and is kind of like, it's you know, it's always worth it to save a save a friend to save another Metabot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is when uh, Zuru asks Genkai if he if he still has Tyrell Beetle, and uh, gets Genkai to hand over the extra watch so that he can put. Uh, Dorcas's medal in a Tyrell beetle. We're getting a fucking we we're getting two upgrades this episode. <laughs> so uh, real quick, uh, Zero goes, "Hey, lend me Tyrell beetle," and King Kai goes, "No, we're not going to lose <laughs> like cowards. We're following the rules of a meta battle." Yeah. To which I love this. <laughs> well, oh, no, yeah, keep going. which is. I mean, very fun that Gang Guy's yeah. like, no, no, I did one meta battle once, and I'm like, yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> but but then Zero replies, this isn't a meta battle. It's not even a fight. We are exterminating a monster together. And Genkai's like, yeah, here's the watch, dude. <laughs> That's a rad thing to say. Um, I do... Like, yeah, go ahead, Sam. Well, this whole conversation basically sums up to like, hey, let me use Tyrell Beetle. And then Genkai's like, I can't. That's cheating. I don't do that anymore. Fuck you. This is war. Okay. <laughs> it's good. Um, I do want to... Slow down for a minute. We we have another hour and a half before we're at, you know, our last episode's time. So I yeah. just want to take a minute <laughs> and appreciate how good this episode looks. It does. Um, we haven't even gotten to the best part of this episode, but this no. is like tremendous, like just like a good looking Metabots episode. Um, Arc Beetle got attacked and shoved into a tree, bounced off a tree and staggered. He didn't. Slightly side slideways on the screen, and then stop and then say, "Oh no, I got hit really hard." Yeah, like, it it really does feel like we have like the original animation team all back on this finally. We got uh, all all the animators that went into cryosleep at the end of the fu- of the incredible fucking tournament arc of season two. <laughs> yeah. have finally emerged from their cocoons <laughs> to be like, "All right, we're fully rested. Let's go." Uh, they all finally got back from their Caribbean cruise that they they earned from the best season of Metabots ever made, uh, and they're back. They're ready to to get back to it. Uh. We got good animation now. We got good writers now. Metabots Damashi is a good show. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, At no now, point in this episode where it was did I ever feel like God, I wish I was doing anything else, or God, I I I wish I could just get through this faster. This was just a good fucking episode. Yeah, I like everything about this episode was wonderful. Uh, but yeah, uh, it gets even better. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, s- sad to say that it does get better. Uh, Ginkai hands the watch over. Uh, you know, Zuru puts the coin in. Uh, Arc Beetle Dash and Tyrell Beetle, uh, or he summons Tyrell Beetle, uh, and they both immediately go into action mode and double team, uh, Blossomel. And then, uh, Zuru and Genkai's watches start to flash something about a combo attack. And they're like, they're like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but we might as well try it. And, um, Mitch, you know how you've been asking for, like, an actual transformation scene for, like, all of Damashi? Yeah. How did you feel when we got a laser background combination move? Hey, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, (laughs) I I just screenshot and I'm posting my notes in the Discord here. If you guys could just tell me what that says. (laughs) Uh, fusion, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, and then some stuff that's cut off at the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So my notes just, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, like the, the fact that, you know, I, I know we've made some like comments about how they pro they're probably using like CGI onion skinning to like make things cheaper and faster in some of the really bad early episodes. This is the first time that we see them use CGI and it's like, oh God, this is good fucking CGI. Like this is the good shit. You should do more of this and we'll see more of it next episode. But like, this is a good fucking, Mm -hmm. this is is good. Mm -hmm. It's just good. (laughs) Like my notes for this transformation, other than the actual quote that they say, which is, Ginkai, this is amazing! <laughs> Our spirits are combined as well! <laughs> but other than that, my notes for the transformation are empty because I was just, like, staring slack-jawed at the screen. I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. I don't need to write anything down for this. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what more can you say other than, yeah, fuck yeah. So, uh, Arc Beetle turns into uh, Arc Beetle without legs, and Tyrell Beetle turns into Tyrell Beetle. And then they just kind of hook onto each other and just turn into a cool weapon. Yeah. Uh, the best part is, Arc Beetle's just there. He doesn't do anything for the rest of the episode. Well, no, <laughs> there we <he> go. Does. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Tyrell uh, just, Beetle just doing all the work. Just also include my notes in the chat. Yeah. I, will, I will let you all see them, but... Uh, no, like they they combine and then um you know the the big thing is that like you know fucking uh Arc Beetle <laughs> uses his like his horns to like trap uh Blossomel's like head and like keep him pinned long enough for for Tyrell Beetle to like smash oh. up the the guy's horns like okay it's good um, it like shocks the hell out of him it's great we love it uh real quick Colin I'm so happy our notes are in all caps <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> for listeners at home I ju- I'm just going to take a moment to read Colin's notes which is in all caps let's fucking combine let's go transformation scene with laser backgrounds let's go CGI back- uh, budget let's go metabots combining they break Red Run's horns and shock him unconscious <sighs> it's very good uh, it's good that Metabots, Metabots is good again. Uh, <laughs> it's it's wild that we're having such a good time, and the rubber robots aren't even on screen. Yeah, like this has not happened yet in Metabots history. Well, because like Cam is finally a good villain now. Because like, what's his response to losing this match? He tells Genkai that he's impressed and that he's gonna make Genkai pay for it as he leaves. Like, yes, he's this like is a- good. We finally figured out who the fuck this villain is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm impressed by your victory. You had to cheat like seven ways. <laughs> you just keep saying, I'll have my revenge again. Bye. In yeah. a very cheery voice. I'm like, ooh, all right. All right. <laughs> like, he's a he's a kid who keeps buying the really expensive Beyblades. And then when he doesn't put in enough time or to, like, snap them incorrectly and they just crack in half in a match, he's like, what would... What would the anime kid say? He would say, I'll have my revenge. So he says it, and then he just walks over to the store owner, and he buys another Beyblade. <laughs> and then he goes home. Hey, okay. He's like, no, I want the solid steel one. I'll pay I, extra for it. I fell into Beyblade TikTok this week. so Because <laughs> <laughs> it is wild. I won't get into it more, but uh, I've watched probably about three hours of Beyblades in the last like, week and a half. <laughs> Listen, the first season of Beyblade, much like the first season of Metabots, had some really cool, interesting stuff and a lot of really great character development. 
So anyways, Genkai officially gives Zuru Tyrell Beetle, uh, because I guess we're we're abandoning Dorcas. Well, we're keeping Dorcas's metal, but we're not going to have a Rokusho-type metabot anymore. Um, and uh, then they all go to hang out with Iki, who is still upset that uh, Metabi doesn't have his memory back. But Genkai has an idea. Uh, Arc Dash starts wrestling Metabi and then suplexes Metabi's memories back into him. And that's the episode. <laughs> okay, um... I know we complained a lot about Metabot's Damashi, and we compare it unfavorably to the uh, the first series. But how many German suplexes were in the first series? Not enough. And how many, like, this is the, I believe the third one. It might be the fourth one. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the third. Uh, I think this is third. Next episode has one as well. Yeah. So I'm not saying Metabot's Damashi is better than the original Metabot series, because it, it does not have Sea Slug. It does not have Miss Caviar. The epic love story just isn't here yet. <laughs> but if we are going purely by how many German suplexes are in the anime, I mean, this this has more points. <laughs> it, it's an interesting, like, bookend to, you know, the first Iki and Ginkai fight, but it's really weird that there was just, like, this... This, like, off-on-the-side, completely unimportant to the plot, contrived, well, Metabee's not in this episode because he lost his memories plot. Um, <laughs> and then we fixed it immediately. So, uh, speaking of bookending, so uh, when Metabee's head slams it to the ground, Icky bends over and goes, will you ever come back to me? Or are you just going to remain a piece of junk? And then Metabee goes, who are you calling a piece of junk, Icky? Like... Just like the first episode, that was the first thing Metabee said. Yeah. Like, that's... That's a great callback. Like, yeah. that is wonderful. So then I'm like, okay, cool. So I guess now Metabee and Nikki just leave forever as friends that remember each other. And we just get Genkai and Zero. Because after the fight, Genkai and Zero had a moment staring into a sunset and just being really good friends together. It was like, all right, if these guys are going to be the new main characters, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. They understand the evil that Cam represents. Yeah, a good time. Uh, Icky does not die. Metabee doesn't die yet. Um, maybe next episode. But at least in the end of episode 16, they're not dead. So I guess we'll see him next time. Well, uh, I guess you guys we, will. Because yeah. <laughs> this is the end of the sub. I'm checking out. I'm just going to zone out the rest of the podcast. Have a good time. Are, are you sure you want to zone out? Because um, this next episode, title fight, is uh, episode 69. Nice. It is episode 69. It is very nice. <laughs> I had that in my notes, too. It's a good episode, too. Uh, we start out, we see some biplanes. Um, Nye's made some remote control biplanes, and, uh, you know, um, uh, they're having a good time controlling them. Uh, 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 Icky's flying one around. She specifically wanted uh, Icky and Zuru here to help test them out because of, uh, you know, Icky's determination and Zuru's attention to detail. Uh, he's apparently a, a bit of a tech head, even if we won't admit it, because he's trying to make people not think that he's a good meta fighter or whatever. Um, and uh, she also mentions that Icky's like really good and, and natural at controlling electronics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's because uh, secretly his dad was training him on UN drone striking software for like, this whole time. We just didn't realize <laughs> oh. it. Uh, and that make it, it makes double sense for controlling this little drone. Yeah. Well. Controlling the drone uh, is just like a playing a video game, and Icky loves Tekken. He's not good at it, but he does enjoy playing. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, part of, one of the things that I also wanted them to do is uh, to test out some new parts that she gave Metabi and have Metabi shoot the plane down. Um, and, uh, you know, just as this is the, they're about to test this out, uh, the controls stop responding on the plane uh, because it's, uh, you know, it's some kind of interference control wave is getting in. And then a flying Metabot runs into it, makes it crash, uh, which is then followed by a VTOL Harrier jet coming down and out steps Cam, uh, who uh, I guess he was controlling the Metabot. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. Hmm. Cam doesn't need to be in this episode, right? It's fine that he is, though. Like, I kind of enjoy Cam in this episode. Like, yeah. I hate to say it. Last episode made me like Zuru, uh, and this episode made me like Cam. Uh. Okay, I guess my big problem is, like I said before, my first note is, that's Zero voice? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cam started talking, I'm like, that's Cam's voice? No. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, Icky's voice fluctuates all the time. Sure. Yeah. I'm no, not going to complain mean, about Icky's voice. Metabi, he does fluctuate with voice actors as well. Uh. Metabi is a solid A plus as always. Can't do better. We're the best kind of voice you could have for a robot. Great. But everyone else's voice, I was like, really? Really? That's what we're doing here? You have money and this is what you're paying? All right. It's fine. I guess. So I, I guess that kind of colors my my impression of the episode. It is a good episode. I enjoyed it. It's very fun. <laughs> But the entire time, I'm like, I really wish I was listening to this in Japanese. Spe- well, speaking of voices, we do also get, like, Cam's butler bodyguard walking out of the VTOL and just talking with Rakusho's fucking voice. <laughs> oh, God, that's true. It's just the same exact voice, and I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up. I'm surprised they you didn't can't... give him the flute sting. Uh... <laughs> you can't have this man talking to Zuru, who's, who controls Dorcas. <laughs> Dorcas is dead. Long live Dorcas. Yeah. Um, so Cam won't apologize for the accident because he thinks, oh, it's a total accident. You were going to destroy the plane anyways. I shouldn't apologize. Uh, and Fly Falcon, which is the uh, the Metabot that he's mm-hmm. been testing, stands up. Totally fine, except for a bump on the head. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bird with big missile arms is that's all it is. Um, (laughs) it looks great until you realize that it doesn't have a bird head. It has a like humanoid face that's inside a bird head. And then it starts looking lame immediately. I am fine with it. Uh, so, uh, I, I don't believe our listeners will know, um, Colin and Sam know because, uh, I posted a lot on the discord about this. So, uh, recently I read the entire Metabots wiki and I, uh, read, about every single Metabot. And uh, that's that's how I chose to spend my time. Uh, read the entire... Uh, now, I did not read human character information. I stayed clear from that because I wanted to avoid spoilers uh, for the show. But I read about every single Metabot in every single game and some that were in the anime. Um, Fly Falcon, obviously, was one of those Metabots. But Fly Falcon's model is reused like six times and they just call it a different bird. <laughs> Yeah, it changed like a very slight physical difference. Mostly, it's just a different color, and it's just a different bird. So I'm very tired of seeing this damn bird. (laughs) But I don't know. It doesn't look bad. It's got really gross colors, but uh, other than that, it's fine. I guess I I did want to throw that out there on the podcast. Yeah, they reuse this metabot a lot, and also I read the entire (laughs) Wikipedia. I don't suggest it. There's a lot of really cool designs out there for metabots, but um, don't read a Wikipedia. It's not fun. Yeah. Um, well, 
Uh, Metabi also doesn't like Fly Falcon uh, because he destroyed his friend's plane, and so he tries to like tackle him uh, to beat him up. But uh, Fly Falcon ends up, you know, just flying off with Metabi holding onto his foot um, and uh, won't respond to commands because apparently Fly Falcon's command module was damaged in the accident. Uh, so what's Cam's solution? He pulls out this red metal and goes to put it in his watch. And when somebody asks him what he's doing, he's like, oh, I'm activating its self-destruct sequence. Um, which is just kind of really fucked up and weird that uh, I guess if, if you have one, the idea that you would put like you would keep a special red metal on you at all times to put in your watch to like key it off, I guess kind of makes sense. But also themes like a little extra theatrical. Uh <laughs> Yeah, well, he so he does mention that Fly Falcon's like still a prototype, yeah. And the reason he wants to self destruct it is to protect corporate secrets. Yeah, um, it makes sense. And uh, if you're yeah, if you're uh, a tiny rich sociopath, you would also carry a a special medal just to blow up a metabot, as opposed yeah. to having a blow up metabot button on your watch. Yeah. Uh, well, Icky stops him and knocks him over, uh, you know, trying to, because he wants to save Metabee, because Metabee's, you know, holding on still. Uh, and this knocks the metal loose, but activates Fly Falcon's security mode, which means that he will, he, uh, like, is still going to self-destruct, but will be unstoppable for the next hundred minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird, like, backup program, where it's like, hmm, I have detected that you're trying to do something to this Metabot, so, locking down all, like, it all like order taking bits of the programming for a hundred minutes and then we're going to explode. Yeah. Um, hey. Not a lot of like, there's a lot of parts of this episode that don't make sense. A <laughs> hundred minutes is a weird time too. Yeah. Wait, I have our, so I have our first, this probably happens in the sub moment. <laughs> so what if the program's purpose is it, you have 100 minutes to go out over the sea or anywhere that's, like, not a populated area and then explode. Uh, and they're do- Cam wouldn't actually care, but this is, like, to satisfy some obscure OSHA requirement. Um, this wouldn't happen in the sub because they would have to say words to communicate it. They say words in the sub. <laughs> they just say less words. <laughs> yeah, it's too, too many words to explain that. Uh, <laughs> I but, am, uh, uh, yeah. I'm still here as the number one metabot sub defender and i'm not going to change that title <laughs> well uh me uh better be like quickly gets dragged out of range for the watch to be able to to communicate with icky uh so nye has the great idea that she's going to steal a plane um she runs inside tells the butler hey can i borrow this vtol and uh he's like what and she's like yeah i'm gonna take it it's mine now and he's like do you even have a pilot's license little girl and uh she's like of course i do forces him off the plane and he simply tells cam that uh she outwitted him and it really just seems like he just gave her the plane uh so so i've go ahead uh the argument is like i need to go save metabi and he's like oh it's just a toy and she goes, well, it may just be a toy to you, but to me and Icky, it's a dear friend. And I'm like, yeah, is that what's outwitting him? Is he decide- He's like, look, I actually agree with them. Metabots can be friends. And he just <laughs> didn't want to admit that to Cam, I guess. But then Cam replies, like, yeah, she's a super cool, smart, like clever genius. And I'm like, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, Cam. Look, everybody's crushing so on have... Nye this, this season, and that's fine. Yeah. Nye deserves it. Understandable, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I have two reads of how this might like work. 
One is, okay, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but she says she cares for that toy. She says it's important. Sure. Steps outside. Sorry, boss. She outwitted me. Stole the stole the ship. Option two is when he he basically says something to like akin to, I would, but do you even have a pilot's license? She says, yeah, of course I do. And he says, and he's too prideful to actually say, well, doesn't matter. I'm not giving you the ship. He says, fuck. Yeah. I said it. And now, well, fine. Yeah. She, sorry, boss. She outwitted me. That's pretty that good. That was my only line of defense to keep someone from stealing the plane is to ask them if they had a pilot's license. <laughs> I was trying to be snide and look where it got me. Now, what would be really good if he's just like, you know what? Fuck Cam. That kid sucks. All right. Take the plane. I don't care. I just... Master Cam needs to learn a lesson. I really like that he's just like, yeah, all right, I, I'll give into it out of spite. I don't like my job. It's fine. <laughs> These kids seem to seem to have fun. Cam sucks. All right, take the plane. I'm not paying for just it. Just walks out, plane starts flying up. What happened to the plane? She outsmarted me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she was a very I clever like terrorist. Plane. That's fine. Go ahead, take the plane. Well, uh, they get in the plane, they take off, uh, and uh, very quickly they, they catch back up. Uh, Fly Falcon just tries to kick Metabee off of off of their leg, um, and uh, they try to get Metabee to crash, like basically like get on his back and crash him into a parking lot. Um, and they, you know, he does, he, he manages that, but what do they land in front of? A car with a baby? That has to stop to nearly not run into them, and then Fly Falcon nearly blows up the baby car with a missile, and then they just fly away again. <laughs> I love when Metabee just starts, like, once they land, he just grabs the Fly Falcon's face and just starts, like, slamming it against the ground. He's <laughs> like, just stop moving, and then it shoots a missile, and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, you know, it, it got, it technically messed with Fly Falcon's, like, you know, neurological circuits to begin with. He's just trying to finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> Why was Cam flying this Falcon over the airspace? They were doing tests. Yeah. He was just testing a prototype. Yeah, I, I guess. He was flying us alongside it. I don't know. The, the the next the next plan is to do like a long range like um uh uh you know drone strike against Metabee. Mm. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. He's he's just testing this one for the army. Yeah. Cam's, Cam's just the new Aki, I guess. Yeah. Um well speaking of features in the most unbelievable part of the episode, yeah. might I add. Speaking of the new Aki, the old Aki is in a monorail, dressed like an absolute loser, hanging out with his lady scientist, talking about how they're she's tired yeah. and yawning and oh the thing that the only cure for that is like taking a nap and uh the she doesn't think that she'll be able to nap because they're catching a plane to Chicago. I got I got two notes I, here. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> I just want to say I refuse to believe that Aki would take public transportation. He's he's done it before. He's a cheapskate. I ha I have to assume that he bought this entire train. Um, okay. I I think Mitch is right. He is a cheapskate, and um, maybe he is he trying to live seem, in the Seven Eleven for a while. He is trying to seem more worldly to his lady scientist uh, yeah. uh, assistant because I do think that he is actively trying to bone down with her. Yeah, absolutely. Just solely based on this outfit, he is um, absolutely peacocking. <laughs> so. She is a replacement for Miss Caviar. Yes. And I we all know no one can replace Miss Caviar in our show or in our hearts. Like that that should go without saying. Um but clearly Aki's not over Miss Caviar. He's 
sad he lost Miss Caviar to Sea Slug and to a life of really cool crimes, and is trying <laughs> to replace her with another um, short-haired female scientist with glasses. Um, and yeah, the rest of the episode, he's just really trying to impress her. Um, note one was, this is just Miss Caviar, but not as cool. And note two is, Chicago is canon in Metabots. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to brush past that. Chicago's canon. Chicago's also Chicago, canon in Neoscope. Oh, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's Chicago. Um, uh, Metabee's going to go and going to get one of those uh, uh, those those hot dogs with the relish and the and the pickled peppers on them and the and the, the and the mustard. You know, it's just going to Chicago. Well, it is great. a note okay. because uh, go Charlie Bears. <laughs> it's of note because <laughs> because none of the Japanese uh, cities we talked about in Metabots one were like real cities for the most part like we talked i guess we talked about a few of the smaller side cities but like we i don't believe we mentioned tokyo at all when we talked about japan yeah they, they're in metabot city or whatever yeah metabotropolis <laughs> but yeah um yeah but so chicago being real but tokyo not that is some that is something of note one i blame aki but two please join me in picturing in your minds a metabots basketball team <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd watch Space Jam with Metabots. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, Mitch. Um, you're gonna tell me that there's, there's, you know, you didn't li- like specifically listen to the raw Japanese of this episode just to to comb this section of dialogue to try and pick out a city name out of it to oh, confirm that they said Chicago in they the Japanese. They absolutely said Chicago, and then they showed a map of Illinois right there on <laughs> uh, Lake Michigan. They pointed at it and like, oh hey, yeah, there's. There's Chicago. Yeah. Uh, there's my house just down there. Yeah, th- this completely checks out. Thank you, Metabots. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, uh, Aki says Aki says all of this in Japanese, but uh, uh, specifically says, "Oh, it's so good that they'll be able to cut this out of the English version of the episode to hit the runtime." I'm it just luckily we have the extra three minutes in Japan uh, that uh, we can include this this little diagram to explain to the Japanese people where Chicago is. Okay, I know you're making a joke, but they wouldn't say that in the sub. They just would show the map and say nothing. Because <laughs> that's how the sub works, Colin. You're right. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh, yeah, but he, uh, he does... Uh, notice uh, Fly uh, Fly Falcon and Metabee flying nearby, and this is where we get uh, some really, really, really good CGI as we have Fly Falcon and Metabee like flying between buildings in this in the downtown metropolis of the cityscape. This looks really fucking good. Uh, this is like really well used CGI. It's it's crisp. It's it's fast. They're they're like making good use of the technology to make this like an exciting sequence. <laughs> like there's one there's over the the whole sequence looks good, but there was like just this one clip in particular, this like one two second segment where you uh the viewpoint like moves and there's a building that kind of gets out of the way so you can see the all the rest of the buildings behind it that looks absolutely gorgeous <laughs> yeah um and especially when nye like figures her plan out tells uh zuru and and icky to like strap in and get ready to open the cargo hangar because she is blasting ahead and like throws on the afterburners for this fucking vtol weird boxy jet and it just zooms past a couple of buildings to like pull in front of uh fly falcon and metabee it just looks so fucking good (laughs) 
I really hope Nye revisits this VTOL because yeah. instead of having a cool box fan, I I hope she keeps it for the rest of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I I hope she doesn't keep it, but she every once in a while just calls up the guy and she's like, "Yo, I need the VTOL." <laughs> Still got my pilot's friends. license. They become friends oh, and complain about I'm, capitalism I'm, together. I'm so sorry, Master Cam. She told me she still had her pilot's license. I had to give it to her. <laughs> she said no takes backsies, and I, I have to honor that. <laughs> she called me a scrub, and I I had to go with her. It was a dare. I can't back down on a dare, Master Cam. <laughs> uh, so, um... <laughs> Uh, they manage to pull in front of them. Uh, they they open up the uh, uh, the fucking uh, cargo bay door. Uh, Icky has a rope tied around his waist, uh, it, like you know, anchored in the back of of, of the cargo bay. Zuru's holding on to it, and he's getting ready to grab Fly Falcon and Meta B. Uh, when Fly Falcon fires a couple of missiles, like point blank rage, into the back of the the, the fucking ship. Uh, and it explodes and starts to go down. Thankfully, uh, Icky is not dead. Icky is still alive, but the uh, the VTOL is forced to crash. Um, and uh, Fly I Falcon. Point out yeah. that, I just want to point out, Icky's got like, like so Icky's got the rope tied around him. Then there's about three feet of rope, and behind him there's Zuru like holding on. And I I think that's where the rope ends. I I thought I don't, I don't know. I feel like it, I think I saw it tied down to something else, but also yeah, it's probably just Zuru holding on to it. Like it also definitely doesn't go around Zuru either. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh and this is why once the missiles go off, we don't see Zuru for like 3 minutes and I start wondering if he's fucking yeah. dead. <laughs> We could only hope, uh, but no. Sasuke is is too dexterous, too skilled. Of course, that they they would dodge the missiles. Uh, is is kind of fucked up that these missiles can't kill two bo- two young boys in a very cramped space, but uh, can completely destroy the control circuits for this uh, this this uh, you know uh, aircraft. But oh well. Um, uh, well, as so we know in anime, up, you know, young boys are the hardest thing to kill. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty indestructible. Yeah. Um, they do land safely, though. Uh, Fly Falcon ends up over the ocean where it is safe to explode. Uh, but uh, Nye and everyone don't want to give up yet. Uh, Nye has the idea to hotwire a remote control plane um, uh, to, to get, get everything functioning again. And Zero disappears uh, because he's uh, and he does he does the coolest cross-armed both watches speaking at once movement uh because he is teleporting dorcas and tyrell beetle onto the tarmac of an airport so they can hijack an airplane he does this from like 200 feet away yeah he's like in the he somehow gets into the terminal like where the passengers are boarding and is doing it from there it's great so every time zero talks i just kind of turned off my ears a little bit does he explain who's who's the other metal no, he never, he, they never even fucking mention it. It's just, okay, Dorcas is back in his body, yeah. presumably, and Tyrell Beetle also has a medal. Is it? Or Dorcas's medal is still in Tyrell Beetle, and Dorcas has a new medal. Yeah. Or Dorcas's medal is controlling both bodies. <laughs> is it his Don Dogu medal that, does he have two different medals? Because I just assume oh. Don Dogu was a beard with a completely separate medal from um, from 
Dorky. I think yeah. I think it's a completely separate metal because I'm pretty sure we've we've seen Don Dogu go down a couple of times. I and I'm pretty sure it's not a beetle metal. I feel like the the safe assumption is that Arc Beetle and Tyrell Beetle came with medals when when they won them. Hmm. I mean that. So what you're saying is Genkai has another medal he's burying for yeah. It, so it, Genkai, well, it's not Bayonet's medal, so who gives a shit? Uh, Genkai just gave his medal, like, oh, here's a metabot and a medal to you, my new friend. I, I mean, I guess that makes sense, but... Uh, well, so he, I I guess, um, you know, he gave uh, uh, Zuru the, like, watch. And I don't, like, I know when we saw him, like, put the medal in for Arc Beetle, there was no medal in there, but we didn't see what was inside the watch when uh, Zuru put Dorcas's medal into it. So it could be that there was there was already a medal in there and he just swapped it out. It was one of those little Does he actually wait, does he actually put Dorcas's medal in or did we just assume it cuz it's another No, beetle he metal? does actually put Dorcas's medal in Tyrell Beetle last episode. Uh because uh Arc Dash does like the heroic thing of like saving the medal, tossing it to um uh, uh, uh Zuru. We see Zuru pick it up and have it in his hands. We see him like put something into that watch. You don't think that he did a sleight of hand and he actually had a secret secondary medal? Could have. He's like, I trained this one for shoot. <laughs> uh, Wait, it, it it would make sense for it to be the Don Dugu medal because he's already used Don Dugu medal in the Tyrell Beetle previously. He did that at the. That's during true. The You're right. Oh, 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 he he's already practiced using it with uh with that. Body. He's he's playing four four dimensional chess out here. Um, so. And before we go t- too far, I do want to mention, right before we get the cool Zuru scene with where he summons them both uh, on the tarmac, Cam and his bodyguard just want to go home, and they're like, yo, can we have a ride back? <laughs> no, we're still using yeah. it. Bye. We crashed it. It's it's broken. Go home. <laughs> um, I'll fix it, but I'm still yeah. using it. So Zuru gets his gets his boys under the plane as it takes off, uh, and then he heads back to the VTOL craft. Now in his mysterious Metafighter disguise, uh, he tells Nyan Icky his plan. I don't understand what he what his plan is. It doesn't make any sense. It has something to do with teleportation. I still don't really understand at the end of this. Uh, but what they have to do is get uh, get the you know be close enough to the passenger plane for him to jump on. And get caught by Ty- Tyrell and Dorcas, who will catch him, uh, so that something can happen to, to Flight Falcon. And that's that's the whole plan that they try to pull off. But Aki is on this plane with his scientist friend on their way to Chicago to bone down, recognizes B outside and realizes there's a fight and freaks out and tries to hide it from everyone else in the plane. <laughs> this, um, if last episode made me really like Genkai and Cam... This is the episode that I'm like, all right, I like Aki now. <laughs> this is kind of a Imagine- fun time. I still, I still Im- think that Aki's a piece of shit, but like, oh yeah, this is I'm having fun with Aki. Uh- <laughs> Imagine flying commercial and then, or flying economy, and then your plane lifts off and you look on the window and you have known Icky and Metabi for about a year of their shenanigans, <laughs> and you see Metabi on the yeah. window. Yeah. And then you see a brand new Killabot fire fucking missiles into the wing as well. <laughs> and you see the military-grade super toy next generation that you just gave away <laughs> to a guy who used to be hunting down everything and causing a bunch of destruction. Yeah. And you see that on the wing. Oh, man. Uh, well, Surprised he just didn't uh, get a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> 
So he's um, full on, hey, there's a gremlin on the plane. No, he's reversing of that. Hey, there's no gremlin on the plane destroying it. And the um, his um, female scientist friend uh, goes to look. And this is this is something we wouldn't get in Last Metabots. It is a very gratuitous, like, outlined butt wiggle from this woman. <laughs> like, w- sure, uh, okay, we did get some gratuitous butt wiggles from um, the um, Studio Trigger episode. Yeah. But, like... I mean, Sea Slug has a lot of gratuitous well, butt yeah, wiggles. Yeah, but, like, Sea Slug being, like, sexual was played for laughs for whatever... Okay, sure, it, yeah, whatever. But, like, they didn't do that with... Um, Miss Caviar too much. They didn't do that with a lot of the other uh, women. Um, Gil Girl, you know, she was sexualized, but she it was, still wasn't like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna move our bodies around in a detailed way. They spent extra time on this animation versus some of the other animation on this episode. They onion skinned that butt. I'm sure <laughs> it was just something of note, something to put a pin in here. So if this keeps coming up. This is where it starts. There is a CGI butt model somewhere deep in Metabots Damashi now. Uh, well, uh, Metabi gets blown up with a missile and and gets launched off the plane and manages to grab onto the tail of the plane. Um, um, the other thing here is uh, I really relate to Metabi right now. Yeah. Because they caught Metabi. He's having a hell of a time. Uh, <laughs> they caught Metabi. And then instead of making sure he's safe and not dying, he immediately starts to make a joke and he gets shot and falls off and nearly dies again. I relate yeah. to that. I will immediately almost die, try to make a joke about dying, and then almost die again. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that your best friend Dorcas has a ninja line to implant into the plane and just like jump off of it to go and try and catch you. <laughs> if I had... Yeah, so... If I had a best friend with a grappling hook, I would not shut up about that. <laughs> uh, my notes here say, after they mention Aki's great line of just, why do they insist on challenging themselves? <laughs> <laughs> Which, top ten Aki lines, thank you. Um, I just want, so, so Medibi, you know, he's saying his goodbyes to Iki because at this point he's like, I'm fucked, I'm falling into the ocean like it doesn't matter if i don't go out like i'm in the ocean i'm i'm fucked but dorcas disobeys a direct order to stand to stand still and not help yeah because that's the order he was just given and yet and my interpretation is he remembers his past life and he disobeys a direct order to jump off the plane with his grappling hook and catch Uh, it's the you know love transcends all times and borders uh and so it's good to see that finally the the spirit of meta b extra is finally entering back into the show now that it's good again okay yeah the spirit of those two but this is a very different metabot what what i believe in my heart is happening is meta b goes hey you look like my ex I'm kind of into that. It kept sending uh, Dorcas <laughs> these vibes. And then Dorcas, as he's been awakening um, both like um, individually and romantically, has been picking these up and going, oh, okay, yeah. And then risked his life right here because he was getting, he was getting those vibes from Metabee. <laughs> or, al- or an alternative theory is in the Japanese, the moment where Zuru, where Zuru says stay right there, don't move, they just don't say anything. They just hold on the shot. He just says, <laughs> Dorcas, exclamation point. And then Dorcas goes, mm, and then does whatever he does. 
Yeah. Because that's what exactly. tends to happen. And then it just all makes logical sense. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah. So, uh, Dorcas does manage to grab onto Metabee. They're, they're holding hands. It's very romantic. It's great. Fly Falcon grabs onto Metabee's face, though. And um, uh, we cut over to Icky, who's looking at his meta watch and trying to, like, keep up with all this. And sees that, um, you know, uh, fucking Metabee's head loses, like, all of its hit points and suddenly gets a message that... Uh, a function has ceased with Metabee. Um, we get the very sad shot of just like Metabee's lifeless fingers letting go. Um, and, uh, you know, Fly Falcon flying away with him back as he like loses speed behind this, uh, this passenger plane. Um, they spent so much time animating Dorcas's and Metabee's hands, like splitting up. Yeah. There. They spent so long on that. Shot. Oh, it's good. It's worth it. Uh, Tyrell Beetle and Dorcas make it back to the VTOL transport, uh, and this is where, uh, you know, a uh- uh, fucking uh, uh, Zuru reveals his entire plan. They had taken the metal out of Metabee. They have gi- they give it to Icky, tell him to put in his watch and transport Metabee's body back before Fly Falcon manages to explode. And uh, we almost think that the ex- we see the explosion go off after uh, he uh, gives the command. For a second, Icky thinks that he's lost his best friend, uh, despite the fact that he still has Metabee's medal and can put that medal in any body that he wants, but lost Metabee's body, which we know he is fond of, until finally, after a few second delay, Metabee transports back in to a crying Icky, and they are reunited, and uh, it's a pretty fucking good episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I got a couple things here. Uh, I, I had to re-listen to this part multiple times, um, which is unusual for me. To have to re-listen to hear words spoken. Uh, he says goodbye to my peeps for me, right? Because yeah. I kept hearing the word peach. Say goodbye to my peach for me. And I, I did not no, understand he's, he's, what he was trying to say to me. He specifically wanted them to say goodbye to his collection of uh, duck-shaped marshmallows. <laughs> Uh, they're incredibly hard and stale, but he's just had them for so long. He could, he doesn't want them to like live not knowing where Metabee went. Okay, you know what? Peeps don't go stale and hard. <laughs> See, he says peeps because yeah. he's like, "Hey, Icky, don't forget to tell Arika, tell Brass, tell Peppercat, tell Sam. Just tell all of our friends that I'm gone, and it's your fault." <laughs> um, the uh, one of the other things I want to bring up here is it is time finally for the first time. Maybe. I think I briefly touched on it first episode. This is rooting the build-up. It is time for the classic returning segment, What's on that Metal Watch? I got Meta B <laughs> stats written down. Yeah? He His head is now the baluster. His arm is the fusier. He's got a blaster. And his legs are now in place. Versus, originally, missile, rifle, machine gun, and oh shit sucker. If you remember. <laughs> I do. Um, and the last thing here... Uh, the only thing I could think of as Icky was crying over uh, Metabee was, why did that take so long? The MetaWatch Advance has a 30% faster transport time. Why did it take it like does. 40 seconds for Metabee to teleport in? Well, as we know from the beginning of the episode, there was probably interference because of, uh, you know, the the Fly Falcon's presence. There's something about his like command signal that interferes with other signals. That's why the, the biplane uh, remote stopped working yeah well it's, i think it's she because so nye said that she was developing new technology and she put it in the biplane but she also put it in medibee's new parts and they were kind of trying to test both 
And then the new technology that she's using, which we don't know how, like what the new technology is. We just know there's something weird about the way she built the biplane. It happens to also catch slash interfere with the mess, the messages that Fly Falcon uses to be controlled. So there, there is like a through line of Metabee's parts may be having that interference. But the thing that I really want to like, emphasize here because if if anyone's like just listening to the podcast and isn't watching the show the sequence from zuru's metabots appearing on the on the vtol and icky like running towards him because he's like yeah i put put metabee's metal in and teleport him back here uh that entire section happens in slow motion because there's only 10 seconds to detonation so it's this really big like second by second countdown as Icky is struggling to get to the other side of the vehicle to grab the metal, put it in his watch, and transport. It's like this big dramatic moment. It was weirdly effective to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this this is stressful. <laughs> uh, even though I'm like, well, you know, they got the metal back, and we know Metabi likes his body most of all, but also... This, well, I guess his body's not an old piece of shit anymore. Now I made him a new yeah. one. It is, it's been repaired a lot. Also, it's, you know, fully upgraded. Uh, it's got little green bits and shit on it. Yeah. But it's just this big dramatic moment. It's good stuff. He, he does have his old body in a closet somewhere, I'm sure. I, I don't know. I kind of, I, I don't know. I I felt like the, they just upgraded his existing parts. Like, he is technically a no, completely they had- custom metabot. They had to completely change them because he had to fight naked for 30 seconds. That's, in the oh, yeah. second episode. That's true. <laughs> he was uh, a rubber hose metabot for a little bit, for whatever yeah. reason. Metabots... Not that Icky has, like, 300 parts, you know, like, in the thing. Parts that he can literally just teleport onto the, yeah. onto the suit. Oh, wait, no, never mind. He had to remove them because he didn't have... He had to save the little girl's metabot or little kid's metabot from getting its metal destroyed... And he didn't have time to register the parts to his meta watch, so he could just teleport them. <laughs> now, Icky only does have that one tin pet, though. He does only. Have and one. as we remember, no, he, the tin pets are the bones of the metabot. Right. <laughs> um, now I could have just lent her, lent him the uh, the tin pet again, the Seven Eleven tin yeah. pet. Well, also we know that the bones are happening in Chicago right now. I get it. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good episodes, though. Um, yeah, uh, unless y'all have any final thoughts, uh, I am happy to go into housekeeping, though. Uh, um, I got a final thought right here real quick. Metabots is good, like, without a qualifier now. Yeah. It's not, I'm not even going to say Metabots is good again. Like, sure, it had a rocky couple, know, seven episodes or <laughs> but like Rocky 12 episodes. Uh, look, <laughs> there are longer stretches of Gundam that are bad. Yeah, like most Gundams. For good Gundam seasons. <laughs> I mean, Naruto didn't kick off until like three seasons in, right? No, like they're pretty they're pretty quick into the first, the, the the Zabuza. Episode arc, nine like, to fifteen yeah. is when people like really yeah. hit it hit it um, off with Naruto. Yeah, I, I I'm just without a qualifier now. Like, sure, we get past those awkward years, like Koji likes to say. But after you get past those, Damashi's getting it's it hit its stride a little while back, and now it's. If it keeps going in this direction, it it's going to rival the original series. And that is crazy to me. Go back like six episodes and say that to me, and I would slap you in the face. I was ready to quit six episodes ago. Like, <laughs> Yeah. 
I am fascinated to see if the next episode was just so unbearably unwatchably bad that all that the one fan subber group like split for it, yeah. or if it's just that the only Metabots fans that there were were either already watching it in Japanese or they had started seeing Damashi on like. Like, they had started seeing the episodes of Damashi, and by the time it got here, like, the time it got, say, three episodes ago, all of their viewership had dropped, and it just wasn't a viable mm-hmm. project anymore. Which, you know, is probably the the most likely thing that happened. Or some kids graduated, went, or graduated high school, started going to college, you know, that's also... Yeah. The- also, like, I, like, I want to say that this is, like, on the cusp of, like, people actually, like really being able to fan sub stuff on the internet because like this is this is into like if they're doing it when it's when it's actively airing this is in the 2000s like uh i i like i remember like when i started like getting um uh uh like naruto like i started like watching naruto and getting scanlations of that in like shit uh like 2004 i was still getting them off irc like this is before like BitTorrent like really took over mm-hmm. as like a dominant like downloading thing too so like i i don't know i i feel i i feel like we'll never get the answer as to why they stopped here maybe they didn't maybe just the rest of these episodes are lost to time because no one thought to like actually archive them or something yeah oh yeah, yeah. actually yeah they could they could entirely just be like well these episodes are on an angel fire site. Yeah. And uh, there it goes. <laughs> and if we, the predominant experts of Metabots on the internet, don't know, it's not out there to know. <laughs> Actually, saying that, I have a... I'm going to check a couple of things. I, I have a new, a couple of new avenues to check. I, I don't think they're going to lead to anything. <laughs> uh, I feel like if it would have led to anything, a completionist internet archivist would have already gotten to yeah. it. But gonna check a couple of things see if i find yeah. something um well we are ra- rapidly approaching mm-hmm. 10 o'clock uh sam thank you for being for coming on the show being the the legally distinct good friend of the show uh where can people find you on the internet you can find me at SSBSLJ on twitter or on uh, my podcast on uh, it'll wash out a bleach rewatch podcast we are just now finishing our next episode is the season finale of the first season of the Bount arc in Bleach. The, the first real big filler arc. Okay. Uh, which means if you're listening to this and you're interested to uh, in that email, in uh, that show, uh, just start sending us emails for the second season finale of the Bount arc and uh, we'll get to it. What Sweet. if I send you uh, emails about the first Naruto filler arc instead? Also valid. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to start sending you Metabot stuff. <laughs> I know your opinions on Metabots. I'll answer it. I want your your co-hosts talking about Metabots. We're hijacking your podcast, Sam. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a great plan to me. <laughs> um, that said, I should probably mention that the email to send emails over there is iwobleachcast at gmail.com. Okay. Good. Yes. But, you know. Listen, come watch our show if you feel like it. And if you don't, we'll keep watching this show. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say that. You're legally a friend of the show. Yeah. Legally a friend of the yeah. show. I'm not part yeah. of it. <laughs> uh, Mitch, where can people find you on the internet? What are you up to? They can find me at Big Bad Beetle Boy on Twitter. Uh, I do want to say this. It is Big Bad Beetle Boy with a Y, not an I. That guy's a pretender and still wants my Twitter handle. 
And he's not going to get it, Caterpillar Craig. <laughs> calling him out. Damn. Uh, I feel like you just cut a promo and you're going to, like, uh, fucking, you know, slam his head into a table at the fucking city center this Sunday. <laughs> German suplex. I got to stick with the theme. Yeah, it is. It is going to give. I was just going to say your finisher has to be a German suplex. Yeah. Um, it'll give him all of his memories back, and he'll he'll remember and realize uh, why he never needed Big Battle Beetle Boy as a handle to begin with. <laughs> it's the medallion drop, the medallion memory drop. <laughs> he'll go back to being horse ebooks or whatever he was beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Colin? What are you up to right now? Uh, you could find me at Paget-ish and Paget-esque. Paget-ish is my public account. Paget-esque is my private account. Um, I'm making this podcast. Uh, I do, uh, I don't know if I, uh, I get, yeah, no, I wouldn't have mentioned this on the podcast last time we recorded. I've started writing, um, uh, a fan script rewrite of Char's Counterattack, the famous Gundam film. And I did get an email last week uh, saying that I I, uh, I I now have an AO3 account. Ooh. Uh, so we'll see if those two things align. I haven't worked on that script in a hot minute. Uh, work has been a little bit busy. But uh, we'll see. Uh, maybe I'll get an, another manic uh, bent and I'll write another, like, 20 pages uh, and, and post all of them. But, uh, Charles, yeah. Counterattack is the only Gundam property I know well enough to have made jokes about Char's Counterattack. <laughs> you know, uh, it along with the uh, Mobile Suit, uh, the the Mobile Suit Gundam trilogy uh, movies are on Netflix right now, along with Hathaway's Flash, or I guess just Hathaway is what it's called, which is a very good movie that uh, I highly recommend people watch, even if they've never seen a Gundam before. Who knows if you get uh... anything out of it, but it's real pretty. <laughs> Don't tell me that. And you feel like you go watch the Gundam 0079 on Crunchyroll. Yeah, oh, you can. It's yeah. all there. Like, uh, honestly, like if, if your choice is between watching some movies or watching the full 0079 series and you have access to Crunchyroll, please watch the series. It's great. Uh, there's a lot of just slice of life. This isn't a fucking Gundam podcast. It's a Metabots <laughs> podcast. You can well, find the show at Metabots, Metabots are kind of and at Metarotch. Uh, on Twitter, give, give us five stars on iTunes. I don't, I don't know. I never really asked for that, but whatever. I think this show's good. Uh, we finally got it under two hours again. Uh, it's the summer of Metabots, baby. Summer uh, of Metabots. Metabots is doing that, that Mega Man crossover. Just like, yeah, get all your friends listening to MetaWatch. Get all your friends talking about Metabots. Yeah, it's great. It's good. We are catching up to the timeline. Metabots Damashi takes place in 2021, at least probably early October now. Like, we're catching up. Um, You know what else, Mitch? Now oh, that Metabots is good, do you know what you can say? I, I said it a bunch at the beginning of the show, but I guess I guess we could say it now. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Sam, would you like to say it this time? Ka-chow! <laughs>